Hey there, this is Unsuitable with Mary B. Seyfried. It's the podcast for single Christians who want conversations that meet them in the nitty gritty of their actual lives and conversations that don't continue to center marriage as the end all be all thing we should all be striving for. We talk to single Christians about navigating life and faith as we are where we are and expanding the conversation on singleness in the process. Welcome to our Between the Seasons mini-episodes. These are pulled from the Patreon version of our Season 10 episodes. You'll hear me set up a mini-case study, then the guests will offer their practical expert advice. First up, we have a snippet from my conversation with Vernique Esther. In case you forgot, Vernique is an Atlanta-based therapist and coach who specializes in relational trauma and healthy relationships. She is author of When Seasons Change, a divorce recovery interactive devotional. She's a speaker and the founder of Authentically Wed, a faith-based community for all relationship statuses. This clip was originally part of the Patreon version of the Season 10 episode called Authenticity and Emotional Health in Relationships. For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to the full interview version of each episode. Uh, You also get first dibs on new resources, plus a community that gets you. Head over to patreon.com slash unsuitable. Choose which tier works best for you, then join. Can't wait to see you there. All right, here's your mini episode. Let's say that I'm noticing a consistent pattern in my friendships. I find myself having trouble with conflict or bringing up things that bother me because I don't know if it's going to be worth it, which is a real thing that I struggle with, by the way. (laughs) Um, So are there any questions maybe I should sit with or a perspective on conflict that might help me be less intimidated by it? Mm -hmm. So the first thing is like, we have to believe that our emotions matter. The the reason why we struggle with that is because society has told us that like, if you're emotional, then you're Mm -hmm. that that's synonymous with being like hysterical, right? And being just, oh, you can't be trusted. But we are all emotional beings. We all have emotions, man, woman, boy, girl, dog, cat. Right. Like we all have feelings and emotions. And so um, I have you have to get to a point where you believe that your emotions are valid. And you have to also see that, like, by not addressing this, I am doing a disservice to the relationship because Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to carry this. Now, Mm -hmm. sometimes we do have to discern what are things that we bring to a person and what are things that we deal with on our own. And there are ways to kind of decipher that um, through likely seeing like, okay, is this a trigger or is this something that actually occurred and like if it continues to occur, it will impact our relationship? Mm-hmm. Even if it is a trigger, you can share like, hey, I feel triggered by X, Y and Z. I'm not sure if I what I want you to do about that yet. But can we talk about it again? Sharing my emotions without giving them um, fully to the other person right. to hold. Um, but beyond that, I would say that first of all, we have to change our minds, um, about how we view conflict. Conflict Mm. is not only inevitable, it is absolutely necessary. Mm. Um, it helps us to fine tune relationships. So Mm. conflicts, again, we, we think of conflict as these big blowups, but uh, sometimes it's just the discussion. And the point of conflict is that we are on opposing sides on, on a particular matter, or you're unaware of what side you stand on. And so we have to kind of engage in order to, to get to a place of peace and, and unity regarding the topic. So we have to throw out the window that we can avoid conflict. Conflict is mm-hmm. inevitable and it's necessary because it allows mm-hmm. us to fine tune, to get to the nitty gritty of some of those things. Even yeah. the best of relationships have little things that, you know what, we, we let's, let's contend with one another in order to get 
to to kind of see where we can unite on this. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is conflict doesn't automatically, nor should it, be uh, doesn't automatically mean that like it's going to be volatile or toxic, mm-hmm. right? It does. We don't have to yell. We don't yeah. have to scream. We don't have to do these things. Like we we can take the sting out of it by establishing, um, especially for couples, like. At, kind of rules of engagement, right? Mm-hmm. How how do we fight, so to speak, if you want to use that word? Or how do we have conflict? In this in this relationship, how do we handle conflict? Do we sit down? Do we do it in public? Do we hold mm-hmm. hands? Do we write it out first? Do we take yeah. timeouts? Let's establish how we do that because they don't have to be toxic. And the, in conflict, this was something I struggled with um, in, in my younger years, especially when when I was married early on, to me, conflict automatically meant the end of a relationship. Mm. Like, oh, and, and so I went into my fight or flight and I was like, yeah. oh, my God, like, that means that they hate me. Like, yeah. we're we're on opposing ends, but it doesn't have to mean that. So we have to change our mind about how we view conflict. And then um, my last point before I get questions it to ask is um, sometimes I think we we're scared of conflict because of how conflict was done in our early relationships. So if we saw conflicts as volatile and intense and unproductive, then we are scared of that as well. If we see, if we saw that conflict, um, things got weaponized, right? Mm -hmm. Vulnerability got weaponized or people were, if your parent was passive or aggressive, or if they were passive aggressive, you have all of those about um, what conflict looks like when mm. you, conflict is what you make it. You can establish mm. the culture of a relationship and and make it to where you can like talk to your friend about what's going on. So with all that being said, um, questions that you could ha- ask um, before you engage would be one, what do I want to clearly communicate? Mm-hmm. Or what do I want this person to walk away knowing? Right. And so when we ask ourselves that, we're saying like, all right, at the end of all of this, no matter what happens, how do I want how do I want to um, what would communicate the fullness of how I feel and how do I want my person, my friend to be able to hold on to at the end of it? Right. Yeah. Um, the second thing would be, how can I make myself feel safe before I enter this conflict and and during? So um, my supervisor yeah. Uh, I do corporate wellness as well. And my supervisor, she talks about like these things called in the pocket strategies. So pre-conflict, you know, you know, it's coming up, you know, you want to talk about them, maybe write out how you feel, go for a walk, get some ice cream, whatever, put yourself in a safe space mentally and emotionally. And then when you're there, think of your in the pocket strategy. So sometimes we can feel, especially if you lean anxious in your relationships, we can tend to get anxious or like nervous, or um, sometimes we shut down. We want to emotionally shut down in the middle of conflict. So in order to fight back again, that an in the pocket strategy might be as you're listening, like breathe in two, three, breathe out two, three, right? Doing breathing exercises, maybe having a fidget or something that you can have in your hand, maybe telling yourself a mantra over and over, like, hey, you're okay, you're safe, everything's mm-hmm. fine. You can, you can have like prepare yourself before and during um, for what you'll need. And so how can I make myself feel safe before and um, during this conflict? And last, uh, what do you be- what do I believe about this person? Mm. That's a big one. 
So a lot of the times when we enter into conflict, we have to ask ourselves, like, the if, if I'm feeling all of this angst, what is it that I actually believe about this person? Mm-hmm. And it is my perception um, impacted, like, by the reality of who they are or how I have experienced conflict in the past? Mm-hmm. So you and your if your friend is a great listener any other time you feeling amped up about this conversation um may be may not be about them mm. and so now we have to like you know what how, wait what am i by me feeling this way am i what am i projecting onto my friend am mm. i do i believe that they are not a great listener do i believe you know whatever and maybe they're not so let's yeah. say Historically, they haven't been a great listener. Maybe some of your angst is valid. Maybe some of mm-hmm. your nervousness and concern is valid. Um, yeah. But at that point, you have to identify what I believe about that person. You have to then decide, well, what do I want at the end of this? And do I want to be friends with somebody who I can't bring conversations or issues to? Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, how do I, like, I have to be willing to be okay with the outcome of this because me being able to express how I feel in this relationship is not only paramount, it's necessary in order for us to continue to engage. So those are some of the questions. I know that was a lot, but. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So helpful. In case you missed it, we're launching a line of cheeky merch on October 31st. You can stay in the note by getting on the email list at marybesafrit.com slash links. You can follow Vernique on all social media at Vernique Esther and check out her other offerings at verniqueester.com. Thanks for listening. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at marybe.safrit and follow the podcast on Instagram at unsuitable podcast so you don't miss any updates and highlights. Unsuitable with Mary B. Safrit is produced by Studio Aplum. Sound engineering is by me, Mary B. Seyfried. The music is by Chad Rollinson. Unsuitable with Mary B. Seyfried is a production of Mary B. Seyfried, LLC, all rights reserved. That's all for now. Catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>